Hi guys, before we start, let me just explain to you what's going on here. I was listening recently to an episode of No Such Thing as a Fish, which is a great podcast, incidentally, and they did their most recent one in four different locations because everybody's got to be very far away from each other because of this virus. And they sounded great, and it was clear that doing a podcast from two different locations is easy. So Troy and I decided that we were going to do the same thing. So he's in his house, I'm in mine, and we are complete idiots. And we're going to try and figure out how to run a podcast from two locations. Now, um, it sounds awful, and you guys are quite at liberty to not listen to it. But we've decided to put it up because it does give some indication of the kinds of problems that teachers might be having uh, transitioning from teaching face-to-face to teaching online, which is actually what's happening to Troy and I. And uh, us fiddling around with all this uh, technology is actually pretty interesting to find out how things can go wrong. So, listen at your own pleasure. It's Tepo Waffle Time! Uh, right, can you hear me? I can hear you. Uh, <laughs> this is really awkward. Wait a second. Yeah, I was trying to run on another computer, which doesn't seem to like me, and I don't know. I don't know how good this webcam is. The webcam's fine. Uh, your speakers are pretty quiet. Ah, okay. So. Oh, I... not speakers. Your microphone. That's better, actually. That's better. Oh, that's good. So if I do this, is it okay? <laughs> yeah, there's a bit of feedback. Okay, so this is our first podcast from two different locations. <laughs> so Which welcome so welcome to yeah. Teffel Waffle in a very confused state. Okay, so um, I don't know if we've ever mentioned this before, but for two people who have a podcast, we are really not good at technology. Uh, we're really not good at technology, particularly me. I'm like really awful at it. Um, but the times demand that we move forward and find new ways of doing things. Yeah, which is something that teachers have to do quite a lot, actually. They have to, sorry, you're in that room now and that room doesn't have chairs or tables in it. Everybody has to be in a a swing attached to the ceiling because that's the new modern thing. (laughs) And geez, do you know what kind of problems that causes? There's usually some sort of blow up. There's a little tantrum. How dare you take away my classroom? (laughs) Yes, I do know all those kind of problems. (laughs) I remember being quite annoyed when I had to use CDs. Changing from cassettes, yeah, because yeah. uh, there were only two CD players in the school, and they were always taken by Bob and Stuart. And, and Stuart, and not only that, but um, the original copy of the CD is locked in the cupboard, and you can only have the copied versions where track twenty-seven just sounds like Rutka, Yes, that's exactly what track twenty-seven sounded like. It's true. Um, so this is a. Uh, these are unprecedented times, and I just want to tell you, um, you when I started teaching back in 1437, um, I felt like a complete idiot. And 
Wow, that was <laughs> that was exciting. <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> I was just trying to move the laptop a little bit. Why? What happened on that again? Uh, yeah, well, it sounded like your house was falling down. Okay. Uh, um, in those days, it was all a big stress. Yeah. Now, um, this is all happening again. Even though I'm an experienced teacher, I feel like a completely inexperienced teacher. Yeah, look, I think um, whether we like it or not, we've got to put up with this kind of stuff. All right. Now, this I'm getting feedback of myself on your speakers, I think. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to figure out uh, how to get these headphones reworking. They're working on the other computer, but now I'm on this computer because that computer doesn't like this uh, view over See, technology. Well, now, this, pod this podcast is a is a good example of, of the kinds of problems that we might have if we transition from teaching online to face-to-face te uh, -face to teaching online. Um, and these are actually the problems that I have had with my class recently. Students talking over me like I'm talking over you. <laughs> well, me not knowing if I'm speaking or if you're speaking and... And feedback coming in from one of the students' headsets, and we don't know which student it is that's causing the feedback. Yeah, and then while, while you're trying to talk to a student, that student isn't really paying attention to you because they're trying to fix their headset. Um, and you see that one of the students has just completely disappeared off the, the screen. <laughs> you mean like this as I go and try and get a new Bluetooth thingy? Are you still struggling with your speakers? All right, now for the listeners, let me just tell you what I can see. Troy's house is the pretty green and yellow, actually. Oh. Let's try this one. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, yeah. I'm going to have to think about backgrounds to these things, too. What's 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 my background like? Your background's great. I can see um, up your left nostril and up your right nostril too. Oh wait, that's foreground. Sorry, background. Your background is fantastic. Actually, actually, that's a good good point. I was reading. I've been reading a couple of blogs about teaching online, and one of the things that they talk about is angle, the angle of your camera. And uh, one one of the guys actually said, make sure that your camera doesn't point up your nostrils. And I. That's a big thing for me because my nostrils are pretty big. <laughs> okay. And your camera is pretty pointy. And my camera is pointing right up there. Yeah. Um, how's your speaker doing? Is it better? Uh, no. Yeah, really. Oh, not your camera, your, your speakers. My sound. My sound is not enjoying myself. Well, this problem about sound actually is a problem that I had when I was teaching this class, this first class that I taught, because um, I didn't use a set of headphones, and um, and I was having the I have, was kind of the kind of problem that you're having now, where this I could hear myself and myself through the speakers twice, and it was really distracting. Well, actually, I can only hear you, but I'm I guess you can hear. Me and you. Yeah, and all sorts of interesting squeaks and squabbles as you move your computer around. And try to deal with technology issues on the fly. 
So um, I was just, yeah. Go, go. I have a, a, a very strong piece of advice that I teach all my uh, trainee teachers, which is you never mess with technology in the classroom. You never try to fix it on the fly. If it's not working, just abandon that thing and move on. You never do that thing where you leave the room for two minutes. I'm just going to go get the spare lead for the thing. And then 15 minutes later, 17 of your students are involved in trying to fix it. And it's a big disaster. But um, I don't know how that works when the classroom is the technology. Yeah, that's right. The technology is the classroom. I've I've got um, I've I've got the this the feeling that the way to do this is to fix it on the fly. Uh, yeah, like I'm not doing very successfully right now. Um, okay, so let's. Oh, you've got headphones. Oh, I'm trying to have headphones on. Okay, let's pause this podcast and then come back in a couple of minutes when we've solved these problems. Um, so, listeners, just stay where you are. Oh, yeah, like we, like we do in the classroom, right? <laughs> right. And in the classroom, I'm sure it's absolutely fine to pause the recording for five minutes while you mess around with headphones and walk around the room talking about background more. No, it's certainly not. And in a classroom online, is probably equally unprofessional if the teacher just says, excuse me, while I quickly go off and find another set of headphones. Uh, I suppose we should do this kind of stuff before we begin recording podcasts and teaching students. Which is all fine, well and good, but uh, that was a big part of what I wanted to talk about, which is usually you can. So and are you supposed to have a mock lesson before your lesson to make sure that your lesson is going to work? Yeah, so that's a good question. I, I mean, how do you check that the program works unless there's – like, for example, with Zoom. We're using Zoom now. Until you joined, I didn't know if this thing was even working or not. Uh, it's just a <laughs> screen with me on it. So um, with you can't actually test if the classroom is working until the students join. And then you say, can you hear me? And everybody goes, what? <laughs> or whatever. Or they, or they go, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, so that's actually one one of the things that I had with my class. The first class that I taught online is I had seven students. Okay, wait, 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 wait. When when was this class? On about about six days ago. Um, okay. So I, the class joined. I had seven students in the class with me. One of them kept going. Can you say that again? Can you say that again? Because obviously I wasn't coming through on his. Um, connection connection and at the end of the class we all discussed what to do about it and and then two days ago i joined a webinar and i i had the same problem i couldn't hear it was a russell standard webinar talking about teaching online and as a as a real case in irony i couldn't hear him talking because there was a technical glitch and he was stopping and starting and stopping and starting i couldn't make out and then the technical person who was behind the scenes was talking, you know, there's a little chat thing down the side and somebody was said, somebody said on there, I can't hear. And the technical person replied and said, use Chrome. And so I changed from Safari into Chrome and then I could hear him. Uh, So sometimes it's a really small change that causes a big problem with the technical. And if that IT person hadn't responded to that other person who was having a problem, I would have just listened to Russell Stannard going, 
I couldn't. Or, or actually, what half of the students probably did at that point was spent the whole rest of the meeting going, man, Chrome installed? Chrome. Download Chrome. Install Chrome. I forgot my password. And paying very, very strict attention to what was going on. Well, that is actually true because I had to download Chrome before I could use it. And it didn't take long, but it, it did mean, well, it didn't actually make any difference because I couldn't hear what Russell was saying one way or the other. So it wasn't that I was actually missing anything because I was already missing something. Okay. All right. I'm so, quite looking forward to the idea of being able to, like, you know, trim your toenails or something while teaching. I don't know. The sound might come through on these, these headsets. Um, how, um, how was your online teaching experience? Uh, it was fantastic. It went so perfectly because it didn't happen. It didn't happen. Is that because the students cancelled it because you cancelled it? Uh, no, the school that was organising it cancelled it. It, was a, it just became a, a big bureaucratic headache where it was... Uh, actually, uh, we're not sure how the budget will work and we have to rewrite the schedule and um, the material that we had assigned is based on an audio recording for that lesson that no one now has access to. And well, I mean, that, really, it, it's, it's so much easier to just cancel something like this because nobody actually knows what we're doing. But, you know, um, Sunay, you know Sunay? Everybody yeah. knows her name. So she's, she's been teaching online and she's been doing it through a, diff- a number of different means, doing live record, live lessons like, like this kind of thing. But she's also been recording lessons and then putting them up for the students to watch later, which is kind of cool. Okay. And she's become pretty amazing at it. Mind you, she's a pretty amazing teacher. Maybe we should just hand over this whole podcast to her while we're offline, while we can't meet. <laughs> Well, well, we're actually headed over to her while we're online. So, yeah, yeah, when because this is not working out well, but we're going to learn a lot. So, the podcast basically is about how uh, old people, old dogs, <laughs> old dogs adapt <laughs> to new tricks. Right, that's what we're learning. Um, so, in preparing for my class and for this podcast. I explored about 16 different platforms. There is Zoom and there's Google Meets and there's Microsoft Team and there's a couple of other things. And I looked at all of them. Oh, there's one called Lark. I looked at that. And I started getting a little bit overwhelmed. And I think this is a problem that, that there's too much stuff and it's overwhelming. Um, so yeah. my decision was just do one, embrace it, what's and all whatever the problems might be, and let that be the thing. So we've got some warts going with um, with Zoom. With me, I can, with me whining in the background. I can hear your whine in the background, yeah, which is your computer. Um, there's some echo. Well, it can't be my computer, though, because I'm so far away from the computer now that you know, it's barely audible in the first place. And now I don't I have know. A microphone, but I'm still alive. It sounds like there's... Um, Somebody tuning a violin in the background. Mm, I, that is a really explicit analogy, and I have no idea what it means. And, and they're tuning, it sounds like B flat, maybe B. But that's, it's just like one long violin. Anyway, that's what I can hear. 
It might be my computer. I don't know. I mean, who knows? Whatever. Um, all right. What, what problems okay. are you so experiencing I, then? Uh, well, first of all, so I had to do the technology thing of going, do I have all the pieces of technology needed? And uh, I've got a better webcam, but uh, that wasn't working on that computer. So I switched to this computer, uh, but then I had the headphones set up on the other computer, not on this computer. And uh, I had wired headphones, which I thought would be much better, but there was some sort of like feedbacky interference in the, the plug that was making it horrible. So I just threw it away and went, ah, oh, and then, and then, and then, and then, and then, and then. All right. So, I mean, the, 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 vidcam, the video cam is not important for this podcast because nobody's going to see you, um, and that might be a good thing. But um, it is useful <laughs> for me because I need to see when it's my turn to talk and when you're actually in the picture and when you're not. Um, but if you are teaching online, uh, the background thing is going to be important. Behind me, I oh, have yeah. a… I have a, a window and a curtain. Curtain, yeah, yes, curtain. which means that my face is in the dark, right? Uh, no, it's kind of weird. As uh, as the camera adjusts, so if you tilt forward or back a little bit, everything gets dark, everything gets bright, everything gets dark, everything gets bright. Yeah, like that. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I can see that, yes. Um, in, yeah, in, I'm sure all the listeners can too. Yeah. In your background, I can see the back of your table, your broken wind, your broken curtains. Um, oh, and guess what? My screensaver just turned on, so now I can't see anything in your video. I can still see you. So your screensaver doesn't change what I can see. Now, one of the problems that I'm going to have here is to what extent is this recording, I'm recording in Zoom for the podcast, to what extent is this recording recording? Now, this is an interesting experiment for me because some of my students in my class can't attend and they said, please, can you just record the lesson? Um, so yeah, I will. Drop it on a Okay. Yeah, and there's a little thing over here that says recording in the top left-hand corner, and so that must mean it's recording. But um, it, it could be possible that we do this whole thing and then nothing has actually been recorded and um, we have yeah, to do well, it again. I, I, tried, I tried it out a couple of times, and uh, Zoom was pretty good at giving me a, here's the recording, here's an audio-only version of the recording, and I think here's a video-only version. Oh, so you did your homework oh, before. Okay. Troy. Well, I tried. I tried to do my homework. I was not that successful. Well, I mean, it's better now, than me. Now, your class of, of seven, Yeah. Um, how much, were there any opportunities at all for those students to interact with each other? Oh, okay. Well, well that's interesting. So, you know, I, I believe so much in student-centeredness, and I was using Google Meet, Yes, I was using yeah. Google Meet. So in Zoom, you can have breakout groups and send them off to do pair work tasks with one another. Um, in Google okay. Meet, you can't do that. Everybody's just in one room talking to each other. And what we gradually realized as the class progressed was that if, if people don't leave them, if don't, people don't mute their mics, there's a lot of feedback that comes through. So everybody had to mute their mics while I was talking. And then yeah. it became... Really interest. It became useful for me because as soon as somebody wanted to talk, they'd unmute their mic, and then their their little picture, the the unmute sign would go off, and I'd know that they want to talk. So okay. that was a good indicator. It's like somebody putting up their hand, I suppose. 
Um, but there was no way for them to talk to each other. I mean, there was mm. way, like I would say something and then one of them would answer me and then another one would answer that person. But it was a, it was very much a teacher-led discussion. Discussion, yeah. There was no breakout groups, so there was no possibility of breakout groups. Which even with only seven people is horribly inefficient. Well, it was very transmissive. I mean, in in fairness to the lesson, I was doing a session on the topic of affect as a as it influences teaching. So it was a kind of lectury kind of thing. But I would love to have given the students different theories to talk about and let them discuss with one another what kind of atmosphere they'd like to have in their classrooms and. That wasn't possible. Shame. It's a shame, yeah. So um, how long was the lesson? Uh, it's supposed to be three hours, but I was kind of done after two and a half hours. I don't know if I was done because I'd had enough of the program or if the students had had enough of me or if the internet was starting to bonk out or I, I don't know. But I turned, yeah, two and a half hours, like, okay, that's enough. Thanks. <laughs> and... Uh, in that two and a half hours, did you let people go to the bathroom or did they have to sit there and start squirming in their chairs after an hour and a half? Well, people did get up and leave the, the camera. I, 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 what they were doing behind the camera, I don't know. They might have been going off to the bathroom or something like that. Um, but we did have a 10-minute break halfway through uh, during which okay. everybody muted their microphones and disappeared. But, you know, a lot of my students live in one-room apartments, so there's not very far for them to go. They're going to go to the fridge <laughs> or, <laughs> or not. Sure. Mm. Okay. And uh, out of curiosity, uh, how distracting was it to notice that students were often not looking at the camera? Well, yes, it was distracting. So two of the students, one of the students, one of my students didn't have a computer, so he went to one of the other students' house and then to maintain social distance, he sat far from the from the camera. So I could see the one but not the other. Um, and if he had something to say, then they'd switch positions kind of thing. But I quite often saw with the, with the microphone muted, I often saw the two students sitting chatting to each other. So one of the students who was on the screen, I could see him talking to the other student who wasn't off, who was off screen. Um, and I suppose that's okay. You know, I mean, students talk in class and he wasn't disturbing anybody because his microphone was off. One of the other things which is very good was I could mute their microphone. So if somebody else, if somebody forgot to mute their microphone, for example, or if somebody's talking too much, I could just switch their microphone off. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, and did you remember to switch it back on? Later? No, no, no. They can switch them back on again, but uh, but I can't. I can switch okay. them off, but I can't switch them back on again. Um, okay. Yeah. All right. And um, while you while you taught this class of seven people, uh, they learn. How do you know that they actually learn anything? Oh. Well, that's, a, I mean, how do you know that students learn anything anyway? Um, I get to look at the work that they do. I get to hear them. Talking to each other. The, the things that we're teaching. Yeah, four of the seven students were asking a lot of questions um, as the lesson went along. 
So the other three, I don't know. Um, okay. Yeah, I've got no, I've got no input on them. And in Google Meet, you can only, it only shows you four of the. So if you've got fifteen people, it only shows you four people. And the, in the automatic mode, whoever's talking, their picture goes to the ma the main the main picture. If you know what okay. I mean. So that that main picture keeps changing. Um, but the people who don't talk, I just stay out of the, you know, you've got the, the person who's talking is a big screen and then th three or four of the other students are down the side. But then three of the, of those, three of the seven students are not on screen and you have to manually go and click on their little icon to see what they're doing. And some of them actually had their cameras off. I think maybe to save bandwidth, maybe, because the internet yeah. band, yeah, yeah. Or maybe because they weren't, actually there I, I mean who knows you, you don't know right you don't know because you can't no, see them you don't know <laughs> so, mind you i mean students can be in the classroom physically but not, not there yeah, yeah yeah so i mean i don't yeah. think it actually changes much it, it's it's a it's a more ethereal version of that same problem yeah you just don't get to see that i mean sure you can see them not doing things but it's hard when you don't get to see them doing things. Yeah, there's just so little feedback. Um, I, the problem I had with that whole lesson was it just became so transmissive, and I hate transmissive lessons. You know, I'd like, I like there to be dialogue, and um, and with this Zoom, well, with Google Meets particularly, it just it, it lent itself so much to me saying stuff and everybody else asking questions about what it was I was saying, rather than having a real discussion about the topic or, or, or getting yeah. students to share ideas. And... All right. So um, this has been a podcast about the problems that can happen when old people try new tricks. <laughs> yeah. And we promise that we'll try not to ever try this again until we have to next time. So, yeah. so the next time we try this, it's going to be a lot better. We might try a different platform, shall we? Yeah, we shall. Okay. And um, yep. today's, who's, um, sponsor? who's today's sponsor? Uh, today's sponsor is Zoom. So Zoom is a platform for doing meetings with students or not, other people. You can actually use Zoom for anybody you like. You could use it for a podcast yeah, even. Could, oh, you can. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. I mean, it's really, really flexible, Zoom. Yeah, it's free. If you only want to talk to one person, just like I'm talking to Troy now, that's a free version. And you, and you only want to talk for 40 minutes. And you only want to talk for 40 minutes. Or you can buy a really cheap uh, monthly version. And as a listener to our podcast, you pay only $14 per month for the pro version. And then you can teach 24-hour lessons. You can teach one 24-hour lesson a day on the pro version and up to 100 wow. students. Yeah, that's quite a long lesson. You need to give students okay. a bit of a toilet break sometimes. Yes. Now, uh, remember, though, make sure you use our promo code because if you don't use it, you'll have to pay $14 a month. Yeah, the promo code is... Um, <coughs> there you go. So use that promo code and get yourself... A discount of zero percent for your Zoom account. I've got to say, I'm, I'm kind of worried that this actually sounds like it could be an actual real ad. Right. Thanks very much for our podcast, Troy. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> All right.
Toffer Ruffer is proudly brought to you by the non-stop Waffler, Troy and Steve for any question, comment, com- complaint or queries you can email tofferoffer at gmail.com or visit www.tofferoffer.com